Welcome, welcome, welcome to Barnes University Radio. This is the part two of the December 2nd, 2020 podcast show where we talked about in the first episode about my 2019 draft, lessons learned from that year in general, and then the draft in totality, um, how I fought time management issues, expanding things that were on my plate, to now the second show we're going to be talking about. John Robinson, the general manager for the Tennessee Titans and his four years as general manager. And and what has he done? And let's count the years. 2016 hired. 2017 was his second year. 2018, third year. 2019 was his fourth year. So technically, this is his fifth season as the general manager for the Tennessee Titans. And we're going to talk about how each position he's finally drafted guys or traded for guys that are his guys and once you once you get to that point as a general manager and really it doesn't have to get to that point but if it does get to that point there's really a no excuse thing like if it doesn't work out obviously you have another year if the owners grant you that grace but you you know there's really no excuse I mean you got every position not many general managers just due to certain circumstances get to have their guy at every position and John Robinson has has gotten there other than drafting which he's had the opportunity to but other than drafting especially at quarterback he's he's gotten his guy you know you look at Ryan Tannehill he's gotten his guy he's drafted him Logan Woodside you signed him you know you drafted Cole McDonald you know that didn't work out you drafted uh Luke Falk that didn't work out You've signed Deshaun, Deshaun Kaiser. He's on your practice squad. Running back, you've drafted Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Um, you've signed Deontay Foreman. You've signed Jer- Jeremy McNichols. You know, you've drafted Darrington Evans. Wide receiver, you've drafted both Corey Davis and A.J. Brown. You've signed Adam Humphreys. You've signed Khalif Raymond. You know. You signed all these all these wide receivers, right? Nick Westbrook, you signed him, offensive lineman. Only person is left tackle. You didn't draft Taylor Luan, but he's hurt right now. But you did sign Ty Sombrello. You did sign David Cressenberry. You signed Roger Saffold. You signed Brett. I mean uh, Ben Jones from from I think that was one of your first signings when you got here. Uh, the other guard you drafted, Nate Davis. Right tackle is Dennis Kelly. You traded for Dennis Kelly. All right. Defensive lineman, Daquan Jones. Right. Or, or I think Daquan was actually here before, right? I think you, you inherited Daquan, I believe. Or did you, did you? No, you took Austin Johnson in the second round of 2016. I think Daquan's been here since 14. If I if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I think you inherited Daquan. We'll go back and, and we'll, we'll we'll check that. Let's just say you inherited him. Either way, that's only one guy. You've drafted Jeffrey Simmons. You signed Jack Crawford. You know. Uh, you signed Devin Clowney. You signed David. I mean, you drafted David Long. You drafted Rashawn Evans. You drafted. Dory Jackson, you signed Malcolm Butler, you 
traded for Desmond King. <laughs> you signed Breon Borders. You drafted Kevin Byard. You signed Kenny Vaccaro. And you drafted Imani Hooker. You signed Steven Goskowski. You inherited Brett Kern. Um, and that's it. Like, you inherited Brett Kern and Daquan Jones, I think. And everybody else you signed. You got you inherited one of the best players at the position in Brett Kern, which is a weapon. But everybody else, you, and I bet that you, you're glad that you inherited those players. Everybody else, you have formulated and you can say that these are your guys. And because of that, and, and I don't want to twist how this sounds, is as fans, as top future talent evaluators, as people outside looking in, as critics, whatever you want to call it, is... We got to just be quiet, man. You know, this man has been here four years, five years, going on five years, and he's been able to formulate a team that's solely orchestrated from his his team, not just him, but his, you know, director of player personnel, his, uh, you know, pro, pro scouts, his college scouts, you know, his assistants. This is his regime. This 2020 Tennessee Titans is his baby. And it, it doesn't really need, and they're eight and three, best start since 2008. Now, obviously, I've already stated I have some issues with the depth. If you're a top trio, top quadruple trio, quadruple trio, ooh, I just made that up, bear with me. Uh, your top four players offensively, let's say one goes down, two goes down, what are you going to do now? You're too late in the season to really have a significant replacement. That's why you use the draft because you get cheap. Uh, you get less expensive talent at these places. Um, but that's none of my business. I have to show respect to the man that's in his fifth season as an NFL general manager, has created his quote-unquote baby, NFL baby, and let the man work. He's 8-3. and three. The trio that he's built in a accurate, quick release, mobile, smart, tough quarterback, you know, he's he traded for this guy. A lot of people wrote this guy off. You know, we both were fans of him from afar. He pulled the trigger. He took the risk. This is a guy who's had several ACL tears, you know, um, and he took the risk and he's reaping the benefits. This is a guy who drafted Derrick Henry, another player. That had his doubts coming into the league. Was he going to be too big? Was he going to be too too slow and prodding? You know, was he going to be a Brandon Jacobs? Or for that matter, I'm not sure anybody thought he would be the next Eric Dickerson, which is looking more and more like that comparison than Brandon Jacobs. Then you draft A.J. Brown and Corey Davis, who Corey Davis has come very slow for a top five overall pick. That's not ideal. But he's arrived to some degree. And then you draft A.J. Brown, who's putting up generational numbers. You know, and then you did sign a pretty good slot guy who's been hurt. But a pretty good slot guy, Adam Humphreys, who will return. And then you you rebuild, you restructure offensive line after a very poor 2019 season. And then you draft one of the best defensive linemen in the league right now, Jeffrey Simmons. A very agile and active Duo and Rashawn Evans and J.I. Brown. J.I. Brown is hurt and out for the season, but a guy that is possible to be resigned, but will be a good linebacker in this league regardless. You draft Kevin Byard, one of the best safeties in the league, at his best. 
Kenny Vaccaro, another question mark signing, but ends up playing very well for this team. And then, you know, kicker's a different situation. That's a work in progress. But overall, this is John Robinson's NFL baby. And I think we all should just be quiet for a little bit, stop the criticisms, including myself, because it really what am I, my, I wouldn't even call mine criticisms. It's just because I'm so deeply inclined. I've been comping what I would do for the Titans since before he was general manager. So it goes deeper than trying to compete or, or being overly critical. It's just how we'll build a team. I would have a little bit better depth on this squad in particular. But that's not that's besides the point. They're eight and three. They're number one in the AFC South right now. And they got a chance, you know, to make some noise. So kudos to John Robinson. It is his NFL baby and it's a dynamic one at that. A, a yak breaking tackle is a physical. It's a monster. It's literally a three headed monster. So with that being said, kudos to him. And uh, let's see what they do for the rest of the year. See you on the next one.